You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great Podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. Episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and I'm excited to bring you this particular episode. We're probably on episode 72 if you're listening to this right now, and the last 10 or so episodes have been singles, right? Solos. So I'm gearing up to just do a lot more uh, interview style episodes. So today is going to be pretty sweet. Today we're going to be talking about YouTube, right? How to make money with YouTube, how to run your first YouTube ad, how to monetize your YouTube. I'm so big on learning a high income skill. And one of those high income skills is YouTube. So what I'm decided to do, I said, Hey, who's better to talk about YouTube than a person who runs his company runs our YouTube ads. So I'm like, yo, let me uh, get him on a, a podcast and drop some game for us. So without further ado, y'all, I want to introduce my friend, uh, someone who I work with on a personal level in terms of our ads and just an all around amazing guy and expert. Shosh, what up, brother? What's up? Thanks for having me on here. I'm super happy to be here. Hey, man, super happy. Yo, you, I don't think you ever, I don't think you know our story, like really how I actually found you. So um, before we jump into it, so I was with Billy Jean like a year ago at his mastermind and he was just talking about like, yo, you need to get on YouTube. If you're not spending at least a hundred dollars a day on YouTube or at least a hundred dollars a day running ads, like you should be. And at the time I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I waited. Six months passed, I heard what my friend said he was doing on YouTube. His name is Josh. He had a company called Weighted Comforter. So they were selling all these uh, blankets on YouTube, on uh, Facebook and YouTube. I think they were spending like five to 10K a day on ads. I'm like, yo, man, I'm looking to get running on YouTube. Who do you suggest for me? He sent me you via Upwork. Like, yo, here's the guy. Six months before, I never got to him. Then Peter, Peter Prue, um, someone who I highly look up to, amazing entrepreneur, amazing leader. I'm like, hey, man, I want to start running YouTube. Who should I do with? He then sends me you. I didn't realize till like a month later that, yo, this is the guy that Josh sent me six months prior. So more of the story is you were referred by uh, two incredible entrepreneurs. So one of the things I personally love is a referral. So when I hear a referral, I don't like to try to do no look and I just go all in. So how did you become a YouTube expert sensei? Like what was the thing that got you into YouTube? Why YouTube for you? How did you learn this game? So funnily enough, one of my good buddies, uh, Greg O'Gallagher from Kinobody, he was basically uh, he needed help with YouTube ads. And I was already doing a little bit of help with his online marketing. And he said, hey, Shash, I want to be Ty Lopez, but in the fitness niche, I want you to run my YouTube ads. So I started running it. And at that point, I had zero experience with YouTube ads, right? I, I literally had never touched paid ads or YouTube ads, but I, I figured it out, right? Like it was pretty, um, you know, straightforward in the sense of like, okay, I just got to basically make sure that things line up in terms of, uh, you know, you're cutting out the losers, you're focusing on the winners, you're testing ads. And within three weeks of me taking over his ads, we were spending five grand a day and getting like a 2X, 2.5X return. And his brand blew up because of that. He, he basically became kind of like YouTube famous. Uh, you had other YouTubers make a bunch of videos about him. A lot of them were hate videos, but uh, his business just exploded. Like it basically I think he, in a matter of few months, he doubled in revenue. And a big part of that was because of the huge virality and the sales that the YouTube ad campaigns generated for him. Wow. So, and how long ago was that? 
that was a few years ago. I think that was like uh, maybe 2015 winter to 2016. And so then, we, yeah. It was by mistake. Like he said, just try this. And mm -hmm. if it works, we'll just keep doing it pretty much. Yeah, he, he gave me the best creative. He had some amazing videos that we tested with. So, you know, I had, I kind of had that on my side, but yeah, it was essentially, there wasn't much competition and, you know, it just hit and we basically started generating a lot of revenue from it. And that's how I got started with YouTube ads. Wow. So let me ask you this, someone getting started with YouTube, why YouTube? Like you got Facebook, you got all these other mediums. Mm -hmm. Why should people start whether running ads on YouTube or posting content on YouTube? Why, why and what's maybe some tips for someone getting started? Yeah, so I mean, here's the thing with Facebook ads, uh, go to any Facebook ad group on Facebook and the number one thing you'll see is people saying their account got suspended or banned. Um, I've literally seen this happen so much. So if you have all your eggs in one basket, right, like Facebook ads, if your business is solely dependent on Facebook ads and that's your life, uh, you know, basically your uh, main source of traffic, you're at risk because, you know, if Facebook decides that they don't like you, what you're selling or for whatever arbitrary reason, like people get shut down for no reason at all. So for, for that one reason, you don't want to be a sitting duck you want to have at least multiple sources of traffic. And one of those sources is YouTube. And the second reason is if you're charismatic on camera and you know you got something that converts, then YouTube is an awesome source of traffic because it is meant for charismatic people, right? If you're running YouTube ads and you, you're good on camera and you can get people's attentions, you can get really great leads from YouTube. So that's another reason why I like YouTube ads is because it kind of is placed to the strength of video. So. Um, I feel that that's really big because, you know, on a text ad, they don't really get to see you and your personality or your brand while video conveys a thousand times more in a two minute, three minute video than text does. So that's another reason why I love YouTube ads. And yeah, I mean, like the biggest thing with YouTube as well is I think there's less competition in a lot of niches. People are getting into it, but they're not really you know, they're, it's not at the level of competition that Facebook is. Facebook ads are extremely competitive. There are, there are 10,000 agencies that are Facebook ad agencies. On the other hand, with YouTube ads, there is literally very little competition. There's perhaps one hundredth of the competition. So, you know, if you're looking to advertise for your business, I think that's really uh, great that there's less competition. And if you're looking to build a high income skill and you're trying to learn how to run ads uh, as a skill set to do for other people, then there's less competition as well. Well, how long would you say it takes to learn how to effectively run YouTube ads? Like, cause I'm, I, I go on the ad manager. I'm like, yeah, I'm better off just letting you guys do this. It just seems like for me, I'm not like tech savvy. So I'm just put me in front of the video. Let me go to work. I'm not putting me behind it and let me try to figure out how this stuff works. So somebody was like, yo, I want to develop a high income skill. Shash, how long would, would you think it would take for someone to learn this skill and what would be that first step for them? Well, I mean, as I said, it took me like three weeks and I was spending 5k a day profitably, right? Like without any prior paid ad experience. Now, obviously I'm not saying that's going to happen for you, but things can happen very fast. And, you know, I personally think if you're motivated and you know what you're doing, uh, you could, let's say, learn this as a skill set and within a few months be earning a full-time income from this that allows you to live wherever, travel wherever, and just be able to kind of uh, basically have a have a lifestyle of freedom, right? Yeah, yeah. 
And speaking of lifestyle freedom, you've been in Colombia. Every time I talk to you, you in like a different country. I think you said you're in Colombia now. So your skill set has allowed you to travel around the world and kind of live life on your own terms, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. The best part is I get to do it with my best friends. So uh, me and my best friends, we used to live in Toronto and we were, I think when we were around 18, 19, 20, we all wanted to work online and we were all broke. We were all trying to do, you know, trying to make money online with like random things. And we were, I think at a certain point, three of my friends and me were living in my mom's basement. And then, you know, a few years after that, we moved into a penthouse in Medellin and lived in Medellin together for a year and a half. So it was like a huge change. And it just came to show that like, you know, if you're motivated, there's so much opportunity in the whole online marketing space, whether it be with YouTube ads, whether it be with e-commerce, it's basically comes down to like off my group of friends, 90% of us are now uh, traveling the world online, even though we were all broke in my mom's basement a few years ago. So. That's crazy. So what's somebody's first step to identifying if they have a good, there's two different things you could do on YouTube, right? You could be posting just your regular ads, like your regular content, and then you could be posting ads. Someone like me, we're posting regular content just for people to watch videos that we have. And then we're also posting content to acquire leads. So for someone who's just starting out, do you suggest them to, what type of content should they be posting on their YouTube? Is there certain keywords? How do you create, I don't know if you can create, is there a formula for creating a viral video? Like, I'm not sure. What would be some steps for a beginning entrepreneur to getting on YouTube and putting their content out and then monetizing their content? Mm -hmm. And not just the YouTube monetizing, but I mean more like with ads. Got it, got it. Yeah, so I think it comes down to what kind of business you're running, where you're at in the business. So let's let's have an example, right? Um, as you said, like the high income skill. Let's say you are you want a high income skill and you want to do this for other clients. So a good way to start is let's say you find a client in uh, in let's say your local local area that does perhaps um, provides a service, right? So maybe you find a local service business. And you tell them, hey, I'll run YouTube ads for you and I'll get you leads for your service. In that case, what you would do is basically you would create a script for them, which is basically the video, and then you would help them shoot it. And then you would basically go into Google ads, set up that as a you know video ad, and then start running traffic to it. And now you're generating leads for this client. So let's say you know they're a local um, basically plumber. You could run an ad saying, hey, have you been having this issue with your uh, water in your house? Do you find that your faucet pressure is weak? If so, download this free report on how to fix your water pressure issues. And then, you know, you basically have the sales team on the back giving them calls to close them. So that's like one example, right? Like you could take that skill set and start selling it to local businesses. Now, you maybe you are an entrepreneur that's selling courses online, just like you are. So in that case, I do highly recommend uh, a YouTube channel, uh, you know, creating content around your topic. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm much more experienced with paid ads than on the organic content side, even though I do have a YouTube channel, but really the paid ads is my main focus. So with the organic side, you know, obviously the key is consistency. That's kind of what the consensus is. You know, you just have to consistently upload video. Um, my channel is pretty small, but it has helped me uh, like basically close multiple five figure deals. So even though it, it's a tiny channel, it's, it's basically being, it's making real money. So like, that's the other thing, right? Like, don't worry about like 
you know, how many subscribers you have, worry about the business impact. That's much more important than having 100,000 subscribers that basically you're making $100 a month from, right? Because there are people like that who, are, who have a big fan base and aren't making no revenue from them. But yeah, if you're doing something on a co organic content side, use that to grow whatever business or product you have, right? You have a course, use that organic uh, content to warm them up and then retarget the people who watch your videos on YouTube with ads. So if you have a YouTube channel with a ton of subscribers, then retarget those people with an ad, telling them to get to a webinar, telling them to get to a video sales letter. And then from there, you can sell them into your course, your program, whatever it may be. So, and then if you're, if you don't have an organic channel at all, but you, let's say you have a course, let's say you have something really well set up, you don't need an organic channel to run YouTube ads. Wow. So look, this kind of selfish, but are we retargeting people who watch my content? <laughs> Or do you got to have a certain level? I know at some point, I think you got to spend 50K for the email list, but is it a certain level before you can retarget? Yes. Yeah, so you can retarget website visitors and YouTube viewers at a lower level. And actually that's where most of your sales come from is retargeting. Um, and basically I would highly recommend doing that, right? Like the easiest way to start with YouTube ads is retarget your website visitors and your, e uh, sorry, your YouTube viewers. And then the email list, you have to spend 50 K before becoming eligible for that. Then you have to have an account manager and have them do it. So it's, it's like getting that email list sorted out, uh, is harder, but then in the meantime, you know, you have lots of other options for retargeting. And tell somebody, someone new here, what is actually retargeting and why is it important? Retargeting is basically taking people who are, you know, interacted with your website or watch your YouTube videos and then targeting them with an ad. Got you. And for example, y'all, so if you go on Facebook, if you go follow me on Instagram, then literally probably within a few minutes, you're going to see me on, um, on your feed with a sponsored ad. Then you might see me in your game store. You, you might just see me all over the internet because you are being retargeted. So that's definitely just an important key for a lot of people who uh, run an ad. Retarget, retarget, retarget. So that's definitely a major key. Um, for you, Shash, what is like, for you, what is your favorite strategy when running ads? Like, is there a special strategy that you, you personally like that someone should start off with? Um, you just literally gave one. You just said, well, this is a great one. Go find a local business, give them a script to run a particular ad to, then you run it with them. How, how do you decide what the breakdown is on the profit share? Just for example, because I'm imagining I'm coming to this client for free, like, hey, I got the skill set, I run YouTube ads. Here's the script, I want you to try it. We're gonna go try to go get some new clients with what we're doing. How do we decide on how much is that worth? Am I getting a monthly fee? Are we doing rev share? What would you suggest for that person? Because I believe there's someone listening to this who's going to actually go try it. So what would you tell them? Yeah, so I think it really depends on, number one, um, like how, what your risk tolerance is. Number two, it also depends on your skill set. Like when you're starting out, honestly, you would probably, you know, either do it on performance basis or you would do it on a very kind of low fee just because you're trying to get that experience, right? But yeah, I think as uh, as basically... One of the big things with profit share slash rev share is you want to make sure you have as much control as possible. So a big problem I see with, uh, you know, a lot of uh, people who do kind of lead generation and so on is they don't have control of the leads after, let's say they give the client the leads. So let's say, you know, you're sending the leads to a local plumber, you, you know, you have to make sure they're following up, right? Like if they're not following up, if they're not calling, uh, then that could be an issue. So uh, it depends on how deeply you want to get involved with the client. Now, 
the people who I've heard who do profit share really, really well, what they do is they go to the client, tell them, hey, I'm going to generate the leads, but I'm also going to make sure that you do the follow-up. I'm going to help you with the follow-up. I'm going to set up the system for following up and salespeople. So they basically set up like the whole kind of, uh, they basically kind of own the whole marketing machine from lead generation to conversion. And then the client just does a service. And then when you do that, you have complete control. And then you're able to actually make sure that, you know, you can, you can basically make the client money. You can make yourself money. So it's really important to figure out how exactly want to have it set up. Right. Because obviously it's a, uh, you know, profit share sounds very profitable, but you, you need to make sure you have as much control and visibility. Otherwise it can go uh, south pretty fast. And I've had that happen in the past where I was doing lead gen and uh, basically like I would have to constantly be like, hey, uh, you know, I would listen to the call recordings and be like, hey, you, you know, you you didn't follow up properly. You're, you, uh, you know, this guy called you, but you never called him back, right? Like it's, it was basically, unless you're willing to go that far in with a local relationship, which is fine if you are, but just be aware of what you're getting yourself into, right? That's good. So, so that's a yeah. key, managing kind of the leads because what, what's the point of getting these leads if you're getting the leads and no one's following up with that lead or that mm. lead is dying? So that's definitely just a, that's a major key. I'm happy you said that. What are, again, I believe, again, I don't just like to tell people the good of everything. What are some cons of YouTube? Some things that maybe people mm. should look out to when they're running, like, of course, Facebook will shut you down when you're saying certain things almost instantly. They'll ban your account. They're like mm. straight cutthroat. Any cons that people should look out for on YouTube? Well, I think it comes down to that YouTube ads is, uh, you know, it is an ad platform, right? Like you have to, it's competitive in a way, like it's not as competitive as Facebook, but there's still competition. So you, you do need to treat it very seriously, right? You need to make sure your follow-up sequences are set up. You need to make sure that you're testing things. You need to make sure that, you know, you're basically trying out different things, right? Like you need to make sure your customers are happy. If they're not happy, then uh, ultimately like people will say bad things about you and then they're, you're not going to be able to close them, even if you have the best ads. So there's um, ultimately it's like YouTube ads. It's not a magic uh, bullet. You have to kind of, it's part of your business, right? Like it's, it's how you generate leads. And then you have to figure out the hard work or fix uh, doing the, you know, kind of the conversion from those leads. And then the other side is that, yeah, there is a learning curve. Um, there's not that many resources out there on YouTube ads. Uh, you know, it's, it's not like Facebook, where there's a 50 million courses and there's people talking about it all the time. So you have to kind of, you know, dive into it. And initially that might mean that you're kind of a little bit in over your head and you're just like struggling a bit, but it, it's, it's worth it, right? Like you're basically, you know, you're going into ad platform, but there's not that much competition. So you kind of have to, you know, go through an uphill battle at the, at the beginning, and then you can really get great results from there on. Is it, should you, when running your YouTube ads, is this something you should just keep on every day? Like, is there a sense of ad fatigue where you need to be switching up your creative or when you find a winner, you just keep running that thing? Yeah. So ultimately, like when you find a winner, you do want to keep running it until it starts doing worse. And the way we kind of look at that internally at our agency is if cost per lead goes up, uh, click through rate, you know, goes down, then we start seeing ad fatigue. That being said, ad fatigue usually comes in either if you're in a really small niche, let's say you're in a very small kind of industry or you're in a, you know, basically running the ad at like, you know, many thousands of dollars a day in ad spend, right? Like we've, we've literally, we've spent seven figures on individual ads, right? So ad fatigue is, it's there, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if it's, if it's getting you cheap leads, you keep running it until it doesn't. 
but you do want to be testing new creatives, right? We always suggest testing two new creatives. And as for running it every day, I, I highly recommend keeping the ads running every day. Um, I think like basically pausing and unpausing the ads is not the most uh, beneficial for the algorithm because it makes it much harder to optimize um, because you're essentially kind of like, you're, you're dealing with more complexity because every time you, you know, stop and pause, you're kind of messing with the algo a bit. So that, that is definitely a recommendation. I know we're, we're talking about switching to an evergreen model for you to get like better on that. Uh, but yeah, that's, those are kind of a few tips. And I mean, the other thing, another tip I would also really, really want to focus on is that initially when getting started, focus on keyword targeting and placement targeting. Those are like the easiest types of targeting to go for. And what, what does that mean for someone who's like, Shash, what is keyword targeting placement? So what, what does that mean? Keyword targeting is when you're basically using keywords from, so it's basically, it goes, you know, let's say on a YouTube video, right? You have the title, you have the description, you have the metadata. When you're doing keyword ta uh, targeting, it looks at those, uh, it looks at that data, right? Like that metadata from the title, description, tags, et cetera. And then it basically, uh, it basically finds videos related to that keyword. So let's say the keyword is, um, you know, like how to uh, fix a ceiling fan, right? So then YouTube will basically find videos related to that and run your ad in front of those videos if you're doing in-stream ads. So it basically allows you to really get, you know, very targeted um, videos. And placements is you choose which videos to target. So let's say with placements, you can go to your competitor's channels, download all their videos, and place your ads in front of them. Wow. And yeah. so it's so incredible because I can literally go to somebody's channel who's a competitor and be like, hey, you're about to watch this video about this, but I believe I, I have some info that can help mm -hmm. you even more. It's just, well, what you could do now with online advertisement, it, it amazes me because you can get directly to your customer opposed to just like billboard, the old way of billboard advertising on the highway. It's just mm -hmm. everyone seeing it versus yo, I can actually show this to an audience who actually have real interest in seeing this and possibly willing to buy, whether it's a product, whether it's a service that you're selling. Exactly. And in your case as well, right, your best performing audiences are actually based on your uh, one of, well, they're not like a direct competitor, but they're kind of like, you know, a big name in your space. Right. And so targeting those people gets us cheap leads and it gets us purchases. So it basically is, you know, there's like a lot of tools and tricks that you can use with YouTube ads yeah. to basically target very qualified people. Let's go. What do you think about product advertisement? I don't see too many, like I see maybe courses being sold, like cars, like, but I don't see a lot of products. Like just say if I'm trying to sell a, a hair growth oil, like am, I, mm -hmm. like am I targeting maybe women and just showing them like, the be can you do before and afters on YouTube or no? Because I know Facebook, they're kinda they don't be before, if it's part of the video, it's done naturally, then you can you can do it. Like if it's uh yeah, I I don't really see an issue with doing before and afters as long as it's part of the video, right? Like let's say it's a story about like somebody, you know, part of the video is like, hey, look at this example of Jeanette who started using this hair oil and uh you know this is what uh what you know, this is what the before was like, this is what she looked like before. And now, and then afterwards, she's like, Oh, look, look at my hair. Now it's completely way better. Um, something like that can run without any issues. You may have to put a disclaimer in there at the bottom, but YouTube's generally a lot more relaxed than Facebook when it comes to um, compliance.
Why do you think though? Like I'm, I'm, I be want. Why do YouTube almost like I don't care and Facebook like you gotta walk on eggshells for some reason, man. I think Facebook has more competition, and also Facebook has been under the spotlight, right? Like with the whole like the Russian election hacking stuff. That, you know, there's just so much stuff that Facebook has been under pressure from, like you know, with Cambridge Analytica, Google's been kind of getting a little bit of the pressure, but much less. Like Facebook has been bearing the brunt of it. So that's why they're a lot more strict. And also Facebook just has way more competition on it. So they don't, they're not as worried about banning advertisers and losing revenue. Right, right. Yeah, YouTube is like, like you're saying, like the benefit of, the reason why I like YouTube advertisement, we're working on getting profitable with our YouTube advertisement. The reason why I personally like YouTube is one, everyone can't do video. Most people are so frightened to do video. And I'm like, man, I love doing video. I could film an ad. Like, like I have, you guys got over a hundred ads that I just have sitting that we haven't even used for YouTube yet because I don't have an issue. Uh, and the other reason why I like YouTube People are going to YouTube with the purpose to learn, to watch something. When you're on Facebook and you're just scrolling down Facebook and the ad just pop up, it's just, they're like intensely just showing you an ad. You may have no interest in the world with it, but YouTube, you're actually going to go learn something. You're going to go view. Facebook, you might've just been, or Instagram, just straight for leisure. But YouTube, I just feel like the client seems more like involved, like they're, they, they may be more serious. So that's why I like YouTube. And this is why I've been suggesting people, hey, you got to immediately start running YouTube ads for your business. I don't care if it's 10 a day, 20 a day, but you need to do it, man, now. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, that's the biggest advantage is, you know, on YouTube, if somebody's watching a video on how to, let's say, how to become a better uh, weightlifter, right? that's the person who's going to buy a weightlifting product. If somebody's watching a product about how to become a better, I mean, if they're watching a video about how to be, you know, cook a certain type of food and you then have an ad for, Hey, do you want to learn how to cook this type of food? It's like that, you know, basically that um, fit is so much better that you're targeting people who are actually very interested in what you have to offer. So that's like the biggest advantage of YouTube. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a major key. So Shash, I don't want to hold you any longer. Uh, any final tips uh, that you would like to share with people just about YouTube optimization or anything just to help people? Like I really want people in 20, as 20 was 2020 basically now, like to really just get started. Um, what is something that you feel is stopping people? Is it afraid to film video? Like what's stopping people from getting in this industry in YouTube advertising? I think a lot of it's filming video. Honestly, you can start with selfie videos. Uh, we've had clients who we've very scaled ads with selfie videos to like 5k a day in ad spend with selfie videos. So you can start with selfie videos, just, you know, make sure you have decent audio, like, um, you know, it doesn't require that much work. And yeah, in terms of getting started keywords and placement targeting, um, that's like a really, really good place to start as well. That's good, bro. So man, I appreciate you. So real quick, y'all, one cool thing that shots do, he has an agency um, and as you guys know, I don't often talk about on our podcast, just like advertising, but I just wanted to say this guy is really good at what he do. His agency runs like all of my YouTube ads right now. We're spending like, I think we're spending like 20 K a month on YouTube. So I'm hoping to be able to spend a lot more soon when we, once we dial in, um, I'm really excited about it. So Shaz, talk about your agency kind of what type of people, if someone's listening to this, they like, yo, I'm ready to run some YouTube ads or have you run it 
Can you talk about that? And I think you're also coming out or you have a course that teaches people YouTube. So if you want to briefly touch on those two in case that is something that can help uh, one of the people here in my audience who tune in to Accelerate the Great. Cool. So with the, the agency itself, that's basically what uh, me and my team, we have a team of eight people uh, basically that works on just YouTube ads. And with the agency, it's for people, you know, if you're doing around 75K a month in revenue, uh, if you are, let's say, especially if you're in the info product space, uh, then hit me up. I'll hook you up with a special deal because, uh, you know, if you mention Neo's name and basically that's really for if you're ready to scale and get to the next level. Now, the course is if you're, let's say, starting out, you want to learn a high income skill like YouTube ads, or you want to perhaps, you know, you maybe you have a business and you want to get to $200, $300 a day in YouTube ad spend without having to, you know, necessarily uh, go through the whole kind of big process and the big commitment of hiring an agency. It's better to get started on your own and then to, you know, switch over to an agency when things are better, uh, better running. And that YouTube ads course is also something that, you know, basically it's very useful for beginners and intermediates. Got you. So cool, man. I appreciate you, Shaz. Thanks for dropping volume. What we're going to do, um, I'll drop, I guess, something in the show notes. So if you're watching this and you want to either run, uh, have his agency manager ads or just learn this skill yourself, you could click the link inside the show notes, learn some more information. And the biggest key that I've been pushing shots lately is just really learning a high income skill because I just think about when you learn this skill of advertising, you almost can print money. Like literally, if you can spend a dollar and make two, spend a thousand, make 2000, the more money you spend, just the more money you make. So if you learn this skill, when people are like, how do I find customers? You can pay, you can pay to acquire customers and those customers are going to pay, you know, they're going to pay over and over again. So it gives you the opportunity to scale a lot quicker, um, especially if that's a goal of yours. So bro, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and being a guest here on the show, thanks for adding value. And I hope um, that someone, one, go take massive action on the information. And two, if they need your services, they'll get with you. So, bro, thank you so much. And guys, again, I want to thank y'all again for tuning in to Accelerate the Great. Uh, my number one goal is to keep bringing you some of the most incredible, some of the most amazing people in the world. Um, I want to just shed light on them and pretty much show you guys how to get to that next level. So I wish somebody would have shared this info to me, but I know as you continue listening to episode after episode, your mindset is changing and your income impact and influence is growing because you're applying the info. So without further ado, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Have an incredible day. Please like, share, subscribe, leave a review below and uh, let us know how you uh, accelerate the great and let me know how you work out, how it works with your first YouTube ad. Peace, y'all.